start this podcast, and um, I'd like to start off at first just giving you a little bit of my background, and then I'm going to invite some guests on today because we have a, a great topic which is going on all around the world with the coronavirus, but that's going to be our topic today. But just a little bit about myself, I'm um, married, I'm a mother, I'm my husband is Robert Davis. Um, my daughter, I have two daughters, Brittany Curran and Raquel Davis, and I'm a grandmother. Um, I've also served in the United States Navy, and so any of you out there that was out in California in 1982, 86, please make note. Um, I would love to um, reach out to you. Also, um, I am a graduate from Kent State University. I hold a BA degree in education and rhetoric. I also have my MBA in business administration, uh, focusing in on healthcare. I'm also a CEO for an organization called Dress for Success. I'm a worldwide organization that I did start. I was part of the organization for about 20 years and I branched out last year, but I'm the CEO from, for Dress for Success. Um, also, um, I'm just a community leader and anyway, what I like to do is, I'm getting cut off here. My husband's over here. I hope that you guys will find that we bring the humor to our podcast. But I have four guests, uh, three guests here today. I have Audrey Catherine. She's an educator. I also have Whitney Frick. She is down here in Texas. She works for the city of Cleveland. Also, I'm sorry with Audrey. She works over in downtown for Cheney High School. And also my husband. Um, he is uh, director for public utilities in the city of Cleveland. He's also served under four or five mayors. Um, he retired from the city of Warren, and um, I believe he will bring a lot of insight as well. So I like to make this a little interesting. It's so sad that we are quarantined um, at this time, and we're trying to find ways to entertain ourselves. So um, I would like to start off with, um, we'll start off with Barbara Davis and his insight on what it's like to be a director and trying to um, come up with solutions um, to um, advocate for people that work for him, as well as to keep everybody safe. So Barbara, honey, what would you like to uh, add to the conversation? Well, first and foremost, uh, I want to show that this is a, uh, this COVID-19 pandemic is one that we have never seen before. Uh, we are going to continue uh, to fight this virus. I want to say that we will win this battle. Uh, we will win this fight. Uh, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, but as the director uh, of public utilities, um, it is our duty to make sure that we continue to provide the valuable services uh, that we need, water, sewer, electricity, uh, which is something that is essential. Uh, so part of my job is to make sure that we continue to provide uh, that uh, service delivery and we're able to operate uh, the city um, even though we're going through this pandemic, uh, we look at essential and non-essential uh, personnel, per personnel because 
Um, it is uh, important that we stop the spread of the virus, and the only way to do that and, and adhere to social distancing, distancing and mass gathering is to kind of uh, have people work from home. So now uh, we're looking at both essential versus non-essential, and uh, I have about 1,700 employees, and 600 of them is working from home. Uh, so uh, that's how serious the situation is. Again, I think we'll we'll get through it. Um, it's going to get a little bit worse before it gets better. Um, but I think if we uh, continue to stop the spread, stay home. If you're sick, stay home. Um, don't come out unless you absolutely have to. Now the governor has put a stay-at-home order in place which means not just you're working from home, but now you're staying at home, right? And so with all that being said, uh, we still have to provide main essential services such as water, sewer, and electricity. So therefore, uh, we're gonna we must have, continue we're gonna have, to fight. We're gonna have um, Audrey add to the conversation on what she found out or what she's been handled. The information she provided to Audrey. Right now, 
Uh, and the other important thing for this, well, Audrey, that's awesome because what we want to do is bring in um, information that our viewers and our listeners can um, take back. And that's so important being an educator. And now we have our children at home and we have a lot of parents that homeschooling. I know it's a challenge for them at home um, that's trying to get on the computer, probably never even looked at a computer, and now you're on the computer trying to teach a child or, or direct them or guide them on getting their work done. Now, Andre, you tell me now, um, is this, I know they're, they are um, keeping track of this, so it's important that parents yes. make sure that their children is getting that work done because it's important for the to keep track that's going to be the one thing that's going to justify the hours behind the school, the contact hours, and that the parents are keeping contact with the teachers as well as making sure that they're completing the work. And as a rule of thumb, I would just put it out there if your child is completing work, take a picture of the work because sometimes when they do turn the work in, they might say that they don't get it. So as long as you have a picture of the work, you can email it to yourself and then forward it to the teacher. At least everything will be counted for, as well as the bill 190, House Bill 197, is going into saying how we will continue the education if they cancel school for a whole year. Because if they cancel school for the rest of the school year, it's not that your child is not going to learn. The continuous learning is going to happen. It's going to be through virtual learning and, and through different avenues. But you're still going to be responsible for holding your child accountable and helping them with their learning. Now is not the time where, you know, we sit back and think about everyone didn't go to school for education, but this is where the education ultimately starts at home. I know, and I know you parents out there, it's like, wait a minute, because my daughter, um, she has her six-year-old at home, and oh my God, um, and, and what how she's treating it is if she is there in class, in school. So they get up at nine o'clock in the morning, um, she wash her face, brush her teeth, put on some clothes. And I mean, that is an all-day process to about 2 o'clock, my daughter's telling me. She's spending time with my granddaughter till about 2. It is like, I, I, I commend you, and I know people say, stay at home, mom. It's no big deal. Well, today, you, we are learning how important it is, um, that education is important, and the parents are learning as well. However, we have another guest here, and her name is, of course, she's my daughter, um, Brittany, and uh, Brittany Pruitt, and she's going to um, add a little bit more to our conversation. I hope that you find today that our topic is interesting to you. We also, down at the bottom, we ask that you subscribe. Please subscribe to my podcast. And each time we come, we want to bring important information, topics that's happening all over the world. And also, we ask that if you have a topic that you want to hear or even add more people onto and hear different opinions about it, please, we ask that you uh, make your comments at the bottom. However, I'm going to ask my daughter, Brittany, to uh, come on and talk about um, the city of Cleveland. Because we have two um, individuals working for the city of Cleveland, and I know it's so important that there's things coming out that you're not going to understand or know what's going on. So, Brittany, can Brittany's from Human Resources? Can you give um, a little information about the city of Cleveland and how they're handling the coronavirus? Hi everyone, um, my name is Brittany Pruitt and I'm going to give you the human resource perspective of the city of Cleveland, what we're doing right now. 
So, effective Tuesday, March 17th, uh, 2020, of course, all non-essential employees will work from home or self-quarantine if they are unable to work. These are temporary and short-term arrangements for a minimum of 30 days. Um, all employees will be paid as normal, um, and they can see their supervisors if they need any additional information. Um, we are uh, closed in City Hall. They're only open for two days a week. Um, public meetings and commission boards are canceled. Uh, um, there are Many positions in the city require employees to be physically present in the workplace, such as our customer service representatives who have to get uh, customers calls to take uh, bills um, and whatever else they need to be done. Um, but those employees are expected to report to work in schedules unless otherwise notified. Um, and they also can see their supervisor for additional information. Um, and also, the city may require our employees to uh, return to office at any time during this uh, coronavirus. But um, hopefully, they will take into consideration the CDC and everything else that they're requiring us to do as far as um, social distancing. But um, that's, that's what we're doing for our human resources in the city of Cleveland. And I'm giving it back to Felicia. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you. Thank you. And I know. Um, we would like to continue to keep you updated here on Felicia Davis podcast, Felicia Davis show. We want to keep it real and uncover all the real, real deal and the real talk in on this here podcast. Now, what I also um, want to bring my husband on, Robert Davis, and as I stated, he's he works on the Frank Jackson um, uh, for the mayor. He's appointed. Well, Frank Jackson, and we'd like to um, get, get some more um, information from him as well. Thank you, wifey. <laughs> uh, as I indicated before, uh, this coronavirus, this COVID-19 pandemic is something uh, that uh, is unprecedented. Uh, this is something man, that we've never seen before. Um, as we uh, navigate through uncertainty, uh, we, navig we continue to navigate through uncertainty. We continue to see different things. So we're going to change operations day to day. We're on the fly. Uh, this thing changes. As you know, the governor put down the uh, stay-at-home order. Um, and so we want to make sure that we adhere to that. But most importantly, um, you know, we're going to get out of this. And when we do come out of this, um, then what is the next step, right? What, what do we need to do? What do we need to make sure to, we need to do from the federal government standpoint? So I'm telling everybody that uh, I know that if this is related to the coronavirus, then at some point there's going to be a stimulus package. And that stimulus package is going to come down from the President of the United States down to the governors and then will be distributed to the states uh, and then uh, districts and then down to the local level. So at that point, uh, you want to make sure that, you know, you code things that is associated with this virus. And what we're doing is coding things as COVID-19. And if it's labeled that way, uh, then you can track the cost associated uh, with this pandemic or epidemic uh, that we have. So it's a... Uh, it's an issue where uh, the federal government is going to come in. We've already declared a civil emergency uh, with the city of Cleveland. And so we'll continue to, to pay close attention uh, to this. But I think at the end of the day, um, it's about keeping 
everyone safe. So I can't emphasize enough on social distancing as well as uh, mass gatherings, you know, no more than 50 people. Uh, and that's the, the, the tough thing right now. Everybody wants to get out, restaurants are closed. There's no more sporting events. Uh, you know, uh, things that you do uh, as it relates to the quality of life, it's, it's, it's not there. Parks, recreations, it's probably the only thing you can do is get outdoors right now. And then when you get outdoors, you still want to keep your social distance uh, as well. So um, we want to uh, stay tuned uh, with this. We want to keep our eyes on it because it changes each and every day. Uh, so it's our job to make sure that uh, when new information becomes available, uh, we get it out to you uh, in, a, in a, as much of a real time uh, as we can. So with that being said, I'm going to turn it back over. But again, this is no joke. This is serious business. Anybody, come on now. Oh, no, 
Okay. Um, but anyway, I'm gonna pass it to uh, Brittany. She got a couple more things to add to um, the conversation. Okay, this is Brittany again, the daughter. What she um, didn't mention was I am also Ohio State National Guard member of the Air Force, and I just wanted to say, you know, be be conscious and be thankful for your National Guard members. You know, our are sending our time to pass out food and other various things to them to expand the base um, if they want us to, you know, step in various different positions that we are not, I would say, properly trained for, like being security forces and aid for one um, our medical professional. And I just wanted to say, you know, be, be thankful for the National Guard. We are here for you. Oh, and we are not coming with guns and we're not taking over the they're not doing martial law or anything. You're just there to be a volunteer to help with the tents in the hospital because they need dance and stuff yes. like that. And you got to think about how many how many uh, educators still are out in the, the education force and passing out food. A lot of the, the school systems in our area and just throughout the state of Ohio are providing free breakfast and lunches to not only those students who go to that school district, there are students who have chosen ed choice vouchers, uh, like my son himself, um, and we can still go to any of the Warren City food sites that Warren City School, they're giving out the lunches because they have this supply of food that is in their warehouse and it has to be used and used or, you know, given away by a certain point in time before it goes bad. So take advantage, definitely. I would say even if you are a wealthy family, Sometimes you don't feel like cooking. There are food sites that are available every every day or every other day, or even once a week. They send kids home. I know in Youngstown we have uh, once a week distribute, distributing food, and they send kids home with five meals. They send them home with five breakfasts, five lunches, and and that is a huge thing because a lot of kids they only come to school sometimes, and they they, they need the love and support of the school system. So um, I would say you know. With what Brittany said with the National Guard, and being, they're, they're there to help us because there's no food pantry that is coming to help us. Like, it's just literally administrators and the um, support specialists, which would be our, our cafeteria workers. They're, they're manning the front line, but they are the front line at this point. And so the National Guard is able to come in and help them and be a support so that they can have a little bit of relief. One of my um, former teachers who's my principal for Lincoln Elementary. My mom ran to get my nephew's homework and my mom said it looked like she just is so exhausted at this point um, because she has to be there every single day as a building teacher, building principal to make sure that students are able to do their work and to make sure that they're passing out of the food and everything is running smoothly. So appreciate your military personnel because they are coming in and they're not coming in to take over. As we are as civilians, because they don't know what's going on, they're not hiding any information from us. They're not, you know, here sent on special orders to, to come and lock everything down. But they're here to help us, and which is the ultimate goal, so that we can stay safe. Um, I don't have anything else. I just think that you know. Um, this is definitely a trying time. We should just um, also, I know we are a beautiful country, we are beautiful people, and we should think about humility at this time, being kind to others, 
treat people like you want to be treated. Um, just just take the next extra step where you may think that once somebody says something and in the, in the future you may have went off, say, look, I ain't taking that. Well, people are really, really going through. That's um, to say your elderly people, too. And they say that if the elderly has two things in their buddy and they say they only can have one and you don't have one, they be, kind, be kind and let them get that on you. They, they'll give you the money for it. Or you just give it to them. I, and, I don't know. And obviously, that's just a good thing because I'm just wondering what's up with toilet paper. Because, I mean, Sam's Club today had toilet paper and paper towels. Okay, Sam's Club was full. I just don't understand. So, I usually, anyway, bulk up. I buy from Sam's Club anyway. But I'm thinking, oh my God, when I go to school, I better get one more because when I run out, I might need it. And then exactly. it's going to be gone. Exactly. So, I'm not really trying to be a hoarder or be selfish, but I'm just going so I'm a little leery that when it's time that I really need it, yeah. I'm going to go and I don't have it. Yeah. So I just think we should just be mindful and, um, yeah, yeah now I'm going to get one, so that's great. But, um, I just, just want to just end our conversation today. If Mr. Davis has anything he wants to contribute, um, and then we will end our conversation today. I just want to also thank you for uh, tuning in. Also, subscribe. Please share with your friends. Um, and uh, Mr. Davis, would you like to add anything? Uh, I would always like to end on a positive note. Uh, as I've indicated before, we will get through it, but we'll get through it together. And so when we talk about together, we're talking about a team. So what we mean is together, everyone accomplishes more. Keep that in mind as you move forward. Say safe. Well, thank you so much, and um, we're going to end this. If they have any topics that they want us to cover, um, please let us know. Can they put comments? Like, yes, share, subscribe. Yes, just share, subscribe. Um, you know, if you have any topics that you want to talk about, um, I believe that if, if one always looks up at the sky, one will end up with wings. So I'm going to end that with that. As I said before, I believe if one always looks at the sky, and just believe and have hope because we are we we are surviving. And God bless you and have a wonderful day. And this concludes. Uh